Welcome to Beyond the Field, a property and finance series powered by Money Empire. The content you're about to hear is designed to educate and inspire you to tick off your property and finance goals. And when we say beyond the field, we mean your field, whatever that may be. Money Empire is an experienced financial advisory firm with over 10 years experience. We deal in this world day in, day out and want to give you, the loyal listener, exclusive access to behind the scenes of the property and finance industry. We've helped thousands of clients with their financial journeys, everything from first home buyers right through to managing clients with extensive property portfolios from New Zealand and abroad. Each week, BTF includes special guest episodes. We chat with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, sports stars, and the stories of everyday people. Now it is your turn to take back control of your future. So kick back and absorb. My name is Kane Wallstrom. I'm here with Shane Rhodes, owner of Lateral Lawyers. And today we're going to talk about land covenants and property caveats. So Shane, in your expert opinion, firstly, what do these mean? Land covenants are protective notices on certificates of title. And the best or most common example is when a subdivision is resource consent is granted, they will have certain terms that the developer had to keep to, to keep the development consistent yep so often it, it will be stuff as believe it or not as straightforward as you cannot paint your house any god-awful light lime or orange yep. banana color when the rest of the subdivision is uh, stunning black yeah something like that yeah yeah and okay so covering off that then what about caveats caveats are a lot more complex they can be a bit of fun we recently had a situation where we um, didn't trust the reputation of a developer uh, because of some things that had gone on that I had first-hand knowledge of. So we insisted for a, a friend of ours, uh, a friend of mine's brother, we insisted that we put the deposit in his list, the developer's lawyer's trust account. And sure enough, there was massive delays and then a sunset date was triggered. When the sunset date was triggered, we went to them and um, with the hat out and said, give us the money back. They ghosted us. Then we actually ended up putting what's called a caveat on the title for the whole underlying subdivision, which was a bit of fun. And they freaked the shit out and gave our guy his money back. So a caveat, while that's a bit of a ballsy move on my behalf because, uh, and the client had to identify me, they can turn around and go up to the high court. A caveat is a notice on a title, which says someone has what we call a cavitable interest or a, a, have a, a claim associated with, the person who owns the land. And the key thing here is that that person who owns the land must have either done something or agreed that you can put that caveat on there. So it can become, it can, it can be by way of a sale and purchase agreement where they've agreed to sell you the land in the example I just gave you, or it can be if you sign an agreement to lend someone some money that, but it has to be very clear that you had, because uh, it's a, a massive thing to encroach in someone's uh, private property rights like that. So just for real layman's terms, I own a property. I have a, a first mortgage on it with the bank. Yes. I could then potentially have a caveat lodged with a family member that may have, um, I borrowed money off to give them an interest in that to safeguard themselves. 
so yeah so in in that situation a caveat is usually something that someone who you've pissed off and owe something to or didn't do uh, in that example you just gave then it would be more likely if the parties were well advised that there would be an agreement to mortgage yeah and what that is it's an it's an unregistered document that sits there and if the money under the agreement to mortgage is not paid back under a yep. loan agreement yep. you can then register a mortgage okay a caveat is more where someone's got their backup and they think hey you agreed to to do xyz or i've yep. lent you some money and now i can't get it back i'm going to stop you from dealing with your land selling it mortgaging it doing anything subdividing it until you pay me okay so if i go back on to obviously covenants we for example, if someone has a say a stormwater drain running through their backyard and they then go, actually, I want to put a deck out here onto this, which potentially the deck may actually run over that stormwater drain, that's obviously um, shown that you can't do that. Is that correct? That's where, the, you know, and we'd have to look at if someone came to us, the, the nitty gritty of exactly what the covenant says hmm. And in that particular example, it is likely you could have a workaround yep. if you don't don't offend the real purpose that that covenant was designed to protect. For example, uh, these all these are legal obligations which are just which are designed to facilitate or protect a certain objective being achieved. Yep. Now, as long as that can you can show counsel, and and they are cumbersome and slow at times, but they are, in my experience, generally pretty reasonable with something relatively minor like that about more major things it involves a sort of more policy or a big picture thing they can be torturous to deal with but over something like that common sense usually prevails if you've got a skillful lawyer yep. and planner who can show you uh, or can demonstrate that it doesn't affect with the doesn't affect the purpose that the covenant was designed to protect okay so in summary shane covenants and caveats really stop you from doing, um, I suppose, some stuff on the property, around the property, until such time as, um, I suppose, you've been given uh, the tick of approval to do so. That, that's right. So in the in, in the example with a, with a covenant, it's more to do with the use of the property and with the caveat is more relating to the owner's rights in relation to the property. Fantastic, mate. BTF Podcast. Uh, always appreciate your expertise jumping on with this. Um, any questions for myself or Shane, uh, please jump on um, either Lateral Lawyers or our uh, website or um, platform, social platforms and comment and we'll get back to you. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on this episode and hundreds more, you can visit us at Beyond the Field Podcast on all social platforms. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Now it's your turn to take control and build your empire beyond your field.